Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a most impressive episode of But That's a Different Story Headlines, where we bring you the most interesting headlines from across the globe and expand on them for you, the dear listener. Now let's get started with our first headline. Boston Dynamics makes robot cat for robot dog to chase. The engineers at Boston Dynamics finally did a good thing for humanity by giving us a nice show of building a robot cat so its infamous robot dog could have a friend and have some playtime. Yes, we all know and love the videos of the robot dog coming around that staircase and slipping on a banana peel. And (laughs) I just can't get enough of it. I watch it every day, first thing in the morning, just to get a good chuckle at uh, how stupid robots are. It was very nice of them, too, to uh, show us the video of the robot dog slipping on all those marbles. (laughs) Down a flight of stairs into a mop bucket on wheels <laughs> and then rolled down uh, and uh, hit a toilet and where the robot dog eventually landed. Tail first. It's these heartwarming and charming videos that keep us coming back. And those wizards have done it again by building this robot cat for... Yes. And the robot dog loves it. Can't, keeps chasing it. And the robot cat is quite the uh, precarious little uh, piece of technology. It keeps laying little traps for it uh, to basically eat crap <laughs> as it runs to catch it. Yes, the cat is very clever, perhaps more clever than this big oafish robot dog. Uh, it is building little sand pits for the dog to fall into. <laughs> It did set up an elaborate system of paint cans affixed to the top of a staircase. <laughs> he started throwing down as the robot dog was coming up the stairs. The cat put a scalding hot uh, iron on a door handle that the robot dog uh, tried to open with its mouth, its robot mouth, <laughs> and got horribly burned. <laughs> yes, he messed around with some electronics that the dog went to turn on the light, got shocked so bad you could see its robot skeleton. (laughs) But the robot dog is not taking this lying down, no. He has uh, got a a subscription to Acme and has started to lie traps of its own. (laughs) It has. The robot dog has put a, in one video, put a pile of (laughs) birdseed... In the middle of the road. (laughs) Which, to attract a cat, I don't understand, but (laughs) it's robot dog logic. Who knows? There's two levels of dumb. (laughs) Right. He was going to uh, catapult the cat after it started eating the birdseed, but unfortunately the dog (laughs) catapulted itself (laughs) right into the side of a cliff. (laughs) Yes, and uh, the next attempt, he got a giant rocket uh, and uh, tried to decimate the cat. uh, But the rocket ended up being a dud until the dog went to check on it and kaboom, right in its face. 
The cat, meanwhile, was just laughing and hopping and skipping along, much to our amusement. The, um, the, f- the finishing touches, uh, or the, the final little battle was the uh, robot dog did paint a tunnel on the side of the wall that uh, he wanted the cat to assume was a real tunnel and run into the wall, but the cat went right into the tunnel. And as the dog went into it, smashed, and we haven't seen the cat since. He's in some other dimension, wherever this tunnel took him. Uh, We believe it's now a Schrodinger's cat, (laughs) where it's in the quantum realm, and those MIT engineers and those Boston Dynamics folks have really upped themselves this time. Sweaty songwriter swoons surly swans in City Park. Yes, it's been a uh, quite the conundrum at Prospect Park with uh, the most recent swan migration. Swans uh, are usually they are pretty uh, aggressive animals. If you get too close to them, notoriously so, they can attack and bite. But luckily, there was a Brooklyn-based singer songwriter who has sort of figured out a way to help calm these feather birds. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say feather dogs. So oh, <laughs> thank you for correcting. Yes. Um, yes, they've, uh, yeah, they've, it's been quite a problem. They, they've been hanging around the park, uh, making lewd suggestions towards women and, Keeping rolled up packs of cigarettes in their white feathers uh, on their on their wings, um, loitering, uh, playing craps on the on against the trees at the park. That's right. A whole gang of them will sort of waddle down the park and kick over people's picnics and honk at them, just constantly honking. It's, it can barely go out there with your out your ears drum pop eardrums popping and their honking will cause cars around the park to start honking and start causing owls to hoot it's and pedestrians to say hey i'm walking here all in unison all at the same time <laughs> it's become a very noisy park and very hard for people to relax but like you said there is one um brooklyn-based singer songwriter type think of like a leonard cohen uh that comes down and has been a uh, getting all of the birds to congregate and listen to his uh, his dulcet tones. Yes, it is Nigel Barleywheat. <laughs> That's his stage name. <laughs> yes, he picked that name. He's the singer-songwriter of note who is helping out to soothe these swans but he is running around the park trying to find them and chase them as he sings and strums his guitar. So he's becoming quite energized. Yes, he's he's actually, he's found a, a little space. He's set up a little stage. And when he, it, to hopefully with amplification that he can reach more of the swans. And, and actually he has. Uh, he set up a little stage and as he's playing, the swans start to congregate there and and kind of leave the people alone and, and listen to him as he's playing. And swans from other parks and other parts around the country are now starting to swoop in, and it's starting to become a huge, big festival-like concert. In fact, some... Yes, 
he's he's been headlining uh, concerts in the park, Prospect Park. They gave him the main stage. And other uh, festival. But it's only only swan attendance. Some ducks and some geese, but uh, mostly swans. There's a sea of white, uh, some black in there, uh, that are listening. It's a very white audience for, you know, for this kind of uh, acoustic singer-songwriter kind of. <laughs> but he is trying to diversify his audience uh, by changing up some of his tunes and just getting the word out that he is there to help the he birds. He did bring in a DJ behind him. Uh <laughs> to throw on some beats and he's performing around the clock to keep these swans in check so they won't become wild bands of roving swans it's taken quite a quite a toll on his health and he is said to be retiring soon uh and um his last concert is scheduled for this upcoming saturday it's said to be his swan song <laughs> Minnesota motorists mount high fructose expedition after serious snowstorm stops pop shop ops. Yes, there's no, as they would call it, pop in Minnesota this uh, this winter uh, due to a terrible snowstorm that delayed the delivery of uh, all of the syrup needed to uh, create the delicious sparkling beverages. But those in Minnesota just need their soda. Pop. Soda soda pop? No, no soda, just pop. Hmm. As they would say in Minnesota. Mini soda? <laughs> Mini. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Soda is in the name of Minnesota. Well, whatever they call this carbonated Sugary they beverage. call it pop. Oh. <laughs> this so-called pop, these Minnesotans just can't get enough of this stuff, and they went to great lengths to get whatever they could that tasted like it. Yes, they even started using barley wheat. Then they would start mixing in with their carbonated water, which they called hops on pop. <laughs> Some would even go so far as to use the local natural wildlife, uh, getting some hairs from them and brewing them in water from some local laundry. That's how desperate they were that uh, they were, they became fox on socks. <laughs> <laughs> or fox with socks it's fox with socks yes yes and fox news picked up the story and completely twisted it they thought that they were harming the fox uh and putting socks on them but this was not the case yet fox news is very def uh defensive anything with anything that has to do with foxes Yes, they blamed it on Anonymous. <laughs> uh, but that was actually just Fox covering Guy Fox. Fox was... The, Fox News was... 
covering for an anonymous fox wearing a guy fox mask. <laughs> and this fox could talk on the talk box. <laughs> he started his own podcast <laughs> called Fox Guy Fox Talks <laughs> on the network Fox Vox. Yes, Vox picked it up. So it's a member of Vox. <laughs> Although it is Guy Fox talks Fox on Vox. (laughs) Although it is, there are many locks and you do have to pay to get through them. Yes, it is a paid subscription. So it's not quite as easily accessible. But if you can listen to it, it is really great. And yes, I listen to it every morning with my bagel and locks. It's a, while that is comfort food, the listening uh, is a little bit more intense. He really teaches you about the hard knocks that he's gone through and how to overcome them. He has been on hiatus the past couple weeks, though, due to a case of chicken pox. Punxsutawney pandemonium sweeps city streets after racy rodent remarks resurface. You've heard it here first, folks. Punxsutawney Phil is canceled. It is news that is sweeping the Keystone State of Pennsylvania and across the nation as people are reeling from the fact that Punxsutawney Phil, the notorious groundhog, is in hot water for some very inappropriate comments he's made online, but also in person. Yes, uh, it seems that Multiple allegations uh, have come up from different gophers and um, squirrels, other rodents, that he has not been quite the gentleman that we've all perceived him to be these many years. As other rodents, uh, some shrews and moles, have attested that it started off innocently enough that they would laugh at some of his jokes but then eventually, Punxsutawney Phil pushed it a little too far when he started talking about how he just loved to come up and down the hole. <laughs> the human rodent elevator, he would call himself. And he would always wink as he said that. And I'm sorry to say, but that's not even the worst. Turns out, Punxsutawney Phil is more than one person, but more than one rodent, I guess. (laughs) That is even more shocking news. There's a whole gang of Punxsutawneys, Phils, who share the duties of the winter groundhog, and they are just a roving band of lunatic groundhogs saying whatever they want. Yes, and we should have known that a groundhog could not live as long as this one has purportedly been around. So that one is on us. We need to accept that. And we do need to move on and now look at the scourge of these fake fills or other fills. And I do apologize for my in-depth article about how 
Punxsutawney Phil is the only one and has lived for hundreds of years and about his magical background that was misinformed and I am canceling myself. I apologize. That's right. We will be donating some of the profits to the uh, animated film series based off of that article. <laughs> we'll be donating and some And I will that. give back exactly $4 out of the... 400 that I received in the credit for that the use of that story. Uh, we will not be returning the merchandise, though. That, we think, stands on its own. Uh, we think it's a, it's a good marker for the amazing films that were created. Yes, I am still selling Take This Elevator to the Top Baby t-shirts. Uh, if you want, you can find them on my Patreon. So if you where do, you can find me exclusively now, <laughs> you are selling all of this merchandise and uh, other other kinds of merch, specifically for people who are angry that Punxsutawney Phil was canceled, that they could take his action figures and burn them in effigy and use them as voodoo dolls. Yes, he started his own chat app uh, called Hogger, <laughs> where. Uh, Yes, basically you can say anything you want, no holds barred, um, be as nasty as you need to be uh, with Punxsutawney. And he really, uh, you can find his screen name, he actually just spells it P-U-N-K-Satawney. <laughs> and he is really letting it fly on Hogger, just really <laughs> some filthy, inappropriate things that uh, are hard to relay here but it's in a, a huge bout with uh some koalas right now over uh called them eucalyptus suckers uh <laughs> barely marsupials it's really disappointing it is a shame to see these beautiful creatures fight one another with words like this uh of course after the koalas fired their missives. Punxsutawney Phil fired back again. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't even let them get in. He fired. Punxsutawney shot first. That's all I have to say. Some marmots are also getting into the fray. <laughs> and Marmaduke joined in. <laughs> even though he's not a rodent, he just really wants to... Have his say his piece, and he's been around forever. You know his views aren't great. No, he only had that one failed movie, so he is bitter. He is a chip <laughs> on his shoulder. Yes, he's hoping his fame from that can keep him coasting and forever, but that's just not the case. Now, when will this all end? We are not sure, but we will be following this. This check the Sunday funnies to find out. Be sure to join us next time with more headlines from But That's a Different Story.